Hey, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Gap 2 Diva Show. I am your host, Aisha Gap 2 Diva, the baddest creative motivation. And like always, I am trying to motivate and inspire you through experts and professionals that can not only help me in my endeavors, but drop some tips and advice and some gems to help you have a phenomenal and wonderful life. And who do I have on? None other than the beautiful, the wonderful, the accomplished, and successful Dr. Chantel Malachi. She is doing some phenomenal things here in Richmond, Virginia when it comes to business. But what drew my attention to Dr. Malachi was her book, which you can get on Amazon right now. Her book is called Career Couture, The Modern Guide to Redefining Your Career. Back when I found out about her, it was 2012, I think about October. She was one of 2012's top 40 under 40. And ever since then, I've been low-key stalking her. Don't tell her. I'll tell her myself. <laughs> but I've been low-key stalking her because when it comes to professionalism in business, she's on point. And today, we are going to be talking about transforming women into leaders, empowering women to grow their business and pursue greater entrepreneurial ventures, and we're going to touch on getting into philanthropy and community service because Dr. Chantel Malachi is all about that. You are tuned in to the Jackson Diva Show. So let's go ahead and welcome her to the show. Hey, girl. Hey. I'm over here blushing. Wait, I got I got to stop my cheeks from turning red right now. <laughs> that, that intro was phenomenal. Okay. No, you are phenomenal. Now, really, I I don't look up to a whole lot of people <laughs> when it comes to – no, I don't. And I'm sorry if I offend anybody. But really, when it comes to, like, business and entrepreneurial ventures, you know, a lot of people are about that talk, but they're not really mm-hmm. about that business. Or they can tell somebody else. I'm, I'm guilty of this, too. I can tell somebody else, but sometimes it's hard for me to stick to my own word. But you, my lady, are doing both. You are making it happen. And <laughs> when I see the people that kind of gravitate towards her, they are just as ambitious, just as hardworking. She has an incredible team of people that support her and her endeavors. But I'm going to let her get into it. Chantel, tell us a little bit about what you got going on and how you got to that part. Mm, well, well, I know when you and I met, my primary project was Dress for Success, Central Virginia. So I had, 20, in 2012, actually, I had just opened that affiliate here. So Dress for Success, most people have heard the cliche or have heard of the nonprofit, but it's actually like an international, it's like the Starbucks of the nonprofit world. Um, mm-hmm. So you can buy into the franchise and I was at a point in my career where I was just kind of burnt out being the big wig HR executive. I was over it. And I wanted to use my, my HR knowledge, that's my background, I wanted to use my HR knowledge to help people. Um, I, just, I just wanted to feel fulfilled going into an office every day and handing out pink slips or, you know, handing out fat bonuses, whichever way the wind blew, wasn't making me feel warm and fuzzy. So I opened Dress for Success in 2012. Um, we've been rocking and rolling ever since. We've served almost 1,000 women right here in the Metro Richmond area. We've helped them, you know, beyond getting them into some great clothes, we've helped them get jobs. We've helped them further their education. We've helped them reenter society. A lot of our women are coming out of prison. Um, so from the, my work with Dress for Success grew my newest business venture, she empowers. 
mm-hmm. which is a uh, which is a women's networking organization. If you want to just dumb it down to something really simple, it's a women's networking organization. It's member led, meaning you you join, become a member, and then you help to create the programs and the services that we offer because we want to make sure that they're catered to you. Um, because just like you said, I'm very picky about my circle. Mm-hmm. And I'm very picky about where, what information I let into my mind and into my spirit. And I'm just picky about where I spend my energy. And so she empowers, in addition to being, you know, a, kind of a next step after my nonprofit work with Dress for Success, it really was, it embodies the whole phrase of when you, you have to create what you want to be a part of. Mm-hmm. I wasn't finding anything I wanted to be a part of. I wasn't finding networks that I wanted to be a part of. And when I say networks, I mean like formal associations. I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't feeling, you know, crocheting on Thursday nights. I wasn't feeling cocktails every Friday. Like that's not growing my business. That's not helping me get in front of influencers. That's not helping me bring in these coins. And so it was like, I'm like, okay, this is not working for me. So I sat down, and I'm a researcher just naturally I'm a researcher. So I just started looking at networking associations, networking groups, women's association, women's leadership groups, women's professional groups. And to be honest, Aisha, I was so bored just reading about them online. I was like, oh, my God, this is the most boring bunch of stuff I've ever seen. I'm no shade to anyone. There are some professional associations that are doing some wonderful things, but it was not it wasn't grabbing my attention. So, so tell I, us, I'm sorry, really quick, tell us the, the essential differences between Dress for Success and She Empowers because they do a lot of the same things, am I right? Um, Sort of. So, of course, the premise is empowering women. And I have so okay. many guys tell me, why you don't do anything for men? Because women, believe it or not, in 2016 are still an underserved population. Absolutely. We're, we're underserved. Um, Dress for Success is is basically a social service. We provide services to disadvantaged women who are facing some sort of unusual obstacle. They are unemployed. They are returning home from prison. They are fleeing a domestic violence situation. Dress for Success is helping them to gain their footing. She Empowers takes it a step further. Most of the women who are a part of She Empowers or who She Empowers appeals to are those professional women who already kind of got their footing, but now they're stuck. Their their business isn't growing. Their brand isn't booming. Their network isn't providing anything to them. They want to give back to their community, but they don't know where to begin. Mm-hmm. So She Empowers just takes it a step further. It's more it's really catered towards those women who are kind of already there but need an extra push while Dress for Success is helping our, helping our sisters who haven't gotten there yet or who have been there and maybe fell backwards a little bit. It's, it's, it's more of a, a hand up. Awesome, awesome. Now, I love how you say that this kind of derives from you not, not really feeling what was out there. Now, there are so many organizations and I, I I really feel like if you throw a stick, you're going to find at least three organizations all doing the same thing in some mm-hmm. way or another. 
to the point that, and I don't mean to disrespect anybody, but it kind of looks like, you know, it's just a clique or just a gang of women who just get together all the time. So what makes your organization stand out from all the other ones? And why should people join She Empowers versus someone else's little meetup group? <laughs> I mean, Got <laughs> Okay. <laughs> You know, Shade 2.0, that's that name, Shade. But <laughs> no, in all seriousness, what makes She Empowers different is that it's about transformation versus uh, what I call stagnant growth. So you're going to a bunch of, with most organizations, you're going to a bunch of events. You know, you're vending at a bunch of events or you're doing presentations, but it's always in front of the same group of people. Right. Or, you know, you call on the same group of people for everything. You know, if you go to a couple of events, I can tell you exactly who's going to be at the vendor tables. I can tell you exactly who the speaker is going to be. Mm. What she empowers is more about transformation, and that's why it's member-led. You, every week I have a conversation with our members. What, what's, what's challenging you? What, what's, what's stopping you? What's the one thing keeping you from reaching a goal this week? Let us dive on that. We're transforming. We're not going to say, oh, here's a business here's a business plan writing class. Uh, let's have a networking social. And, you know, oh, let's have a speaker come in and talk to us about taxes. If that's not the problems we're facing, then it is not transforming us. So right. the focus we don't, here. We don't need yeah. one vision board party. I'm sorry, y'all. That's like, so, that's played out. So, let, so, so here's the thing about vision board parties. And we did do one this year, but we flipped it. And like I said, it's about transformation. So most uh-huh. vision board parties, what happens? You go, you get a bunch of um, cardboard, you know, paper, right. all that crap. <laughs> so crap. So we, well, we, we, call, we called our uh, vision board party the power print. We did not create vision boards to say, I want an 18 karat diamond ring like Mariah Carey, and I want a Maserati. No, we're creating blueprints for our success. We just don't visualize them. We had speakers, we had networking, and we actually, we kind of worked it. We did this tree thing. So instead of just throwing a bunch of stuff on the vision board, we talked about a vision tree where the roots are your long-term goals. Then the, the, the branches are your three- to five-year goals. Then your leaves are your immediate goals. Right. Vision boards are awesome, but if you have no plan behind them, they're a bunch of cut-up pictures on a poster board. And that's a bunch of people so, getting together drinking and, and taking the paper. Yes, it's like, that's it. don't, show me, don't get me wrong. show me how I can accomplish my goal rather than exactly. show me how I can cut and paste this out of a magazine. I could exactly. do that at home. I want to exactly. know how to accomplish it. That's how we did it. I mean, we would not even, we didn't even pass out a piece of paper until you talked to our speakers, you went through their activities. Like, we really want to plan for the future here. Again, it's about transformation. Sure, we can do all the fun things that other groups do, but there has to be some transformative quality. We have to go from creating, you know, cut-up Essence magazines on a piece of poster board to creating blueprints for our lives. We have to go from just sitting down and having a bunch of drinks to meeting new people. That's why most of our events are speed networking events. You can't come in here and just sit with your friends and talk. Every two minutes, you got to get up and talk to somebody else. So I like how you uh, set up your vision board party. 
um, that sounds more beneficial to the attendees rather than just, you know, we're going to drink some Moscato and paste some mm-hmm. pictures to it. But it's like I want to see results. I want to know that the people that I'm sitting here telling my vision to are going to be behind me throughout this duration of me trying to accomplish it. That's another thing because I find that sitting there writing your goals down or putting your vision down on paper, that's a very personal experience. I don't know. For me, it is. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know how many women feel the same. It's very personal. It's kind of like this is what I'm trying to do. This is what I'm trying to accomplish. Rather than you wanting to copy me or outdo me, how can we hold each other accountable? Is that something that people can count on when they become a member of She Empowers? Is that Absolutely. accountability, that sisterhood? Tell us a little bit about the camaraderie that you guys build with each other. Oh my goodness! I sometimes forget that I don't personally know all these women because we do have we have a branch in D.C. <laughs> and we have a, a branch in here in Richmond, and we're working to open a branch in Charlotte and um, Atlanta. And so sometimes we get so personal and so deep into our conversations that I forget we don't know each other like personally. We you know we are connected through She Empowers, and that's that's exactly what we're trying to build a sisterhood. Um, but not the typical cliche. When I say sisterhood, I don't, I don't mean sorority type. No, no offense to the AKs and Deltas out there. What I mean is, this is not a secret society. Um, this is this is a family. We're here to support each other. We're here to push each other. We're here to hold each other accountable. Um, and I don't have to know you. We don't have to, you know, cut our fingers and, and share blood. We are connected because we are women leaders. We're connected because we're women first and foremost. Then we're connected because we're leaders, because we're mothers, because we're business owners, because we're employees who are trying to move into the C-suite. And that's another difference with She Empowers. We don't, we don't have that segregation of entrepreneur and employee, wow. which is one of the things that used to annoy me when I was doing that research looking for organizations. They are all very, very segregated. You will find very few uh, professional associations where entrepreneurs and employees network together but why why wouldn't that network be just as beneficial i can learn a lot from from a cc suite executive a mid-level manager can learn a lot from me so you know that's that's one of the things that we try to do we try to knock down these unintentional obstacles like you don't have we we every week we get that email do i have to be an entrepreneur to join absolutely not Awesome. I like the idea that that you don't have to be an entrepreneur to join because sometimes people go to different phases of their life. I mean, Mm -hmm. for all those entrepreneurs out there who are also moms and stuff like that, sometimes you might have to put your entrepreneurial ambitions to the side, not for a long duration, but for just a short period of time and work for someone else just to get yourself from point A to point B. Does that sit here and diminish your ability to be a businesswoman or to try to get on your feet or to have that support because you decided to work part-time or full-time and be an entrepreneur on the weekends or so forth and so on. So you support all types of women. That's what you're we, we support. We support all types of women. You don't have to own a business. You don't have to be a C-suite executive. We, we have two members um, who are coming out of college, and they're trying to find their way. You know, they went to college, they majored in something. It's not really a great market out here for their major. So they're trying to figure out what they can do next. Of course they're going to benefit from a room full of entrepreneurs, mid-level managers, executives. They're going to benefit from every single connection in that room. If I threw them in a room with a bunch of entrepreneurs, what benefit would they get? Or if I threw them in a room with just 
mid-level managers, what benefit would they get? There has to be, you know, there has to be diversity beyond just black or white or women and men. There has to be some diversity at all levels of an organization. So let's break it down, because I know that it takes a lot to put something like this together, and you're not doing this Mm -hmm. alone, but kind of tell us what are some of the obstacles or hurdles that you had to go through in order to make sure that this was a successful venture and that it was not only beneficial to your time and effort, but it was also beneficial to the people that are supporting you and that signed up. Because when you talk about joining She Empowers, or even just for success, people want to see results. So what are some of the what are some of the obstacles and challenges you face in trying in order to get to those results that these people want to see? Well, I think with both Dress for Success and She Empowers, the one thing people want to see is impact. Like, what are you right. really doing? Um, with Dress for Success, the impact is how many women who come to you for help are actually getting what they need? How many are getting jobs? You know, Dress for Success right now has a higher a higher employment rate than the country. <laughs> the women that come through our doors, I mean, of course, the numbers are skewed because of the scale, but the national unemployment rate right now, the national unemployment rate right now is, what, 4.8 or something like that. Mm-hmm. So that means that 4.8% of people who are looking for jobs cannot or don't have them. The women that come through our doors, 27% gain employment. So right now we're – we're off of your help alone. Off of our help alone. They come wow. in, first of all, because so many of them – and we try so hard to not be the same old social service. It's, it's the same principle that I use with She Empowers. Where is the transformation taking place? You know, a lot of our women are working with other social service agencies who are designed to help them get back to work. And so many of them tell us, well, you know, we go to a workshop, there are 60 people in there, is for like fiber optics, something I can't do, especially when you're a woman. I'm not saying you can't do it, but it's something they're not skilled at or physically they're unable to do it. So what we do with Dress for Success is where the transformation comes in is, one, the clothing. People don't believe the effect that a new outfit or a new pair of shoes has on you. It's scientific proof. It, it physiologically changes you. Right. I, was, I can attack like, that. At least, Exactly. At least once a week, a woman goes into the dressing room in her jeans and T-shirt, and she comes out in a Donna Karen or a Calvin Klein suit, and she stands in the mirror, and she immediately bursts into tears. Let me There's tell you, a mo- I mean, <laughs> oh, my God. No, I'm serious. I can attest to that because I was having the same conversation, I think, um, a long time ago when I kind of, like, first started, like, getting involved with you all. Um mm-hmm. And I was saying that I used to go to work just wearing just a regular blouse and some black dress pants. And mm-hmm. when I first started working in, in corporate America, rather, I was like 18, 19 years old. And I would just wear a blouse and a pair of slacks and go to work. And I was working for Richmond Public Schools. And Valerie Dupree, she works with the elementary school department. She was like my mentor. She said, Aisha, if you put on a suit and some makeup, I promise you, you will have a whole different attitude. And I was mm. like, where do I get a suit from? I mean, 19 years old, where do I get a suit from? And I always, I always assumed that that was going to make me look like an older woman, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I went and bought a – she got me a gift card for Christmas. I went and bought a suit with the gift card that she gave me, and I put some makeup on in that suit. You couldn't tell me nothing. You would have thought that I was the director of human resources <laughs> the way I walked in there. 
Because a suit can change your life. And I mean, like, I put my heels on. And then that was a wrap. From then on, nobody ever seen me no other way. Like, I had heels and a suit (laughs) on in the office all the time. And then I started to notice that people started taking you seriously. Uh Uh-huh, they treat you differently. Yeah, they treat you differently. Like, no more, I was no longer just an office support specialist. Like, people were asking for my opinion and my input and wanted me to go speak to people that normally nobody would ask me to go speak to, like heads of departments and stuff. And then I noticed mm-hmm. that I started getting promotions and offers for other positions. And I was like, that one little $20 suit uh-huh. <laughs> changed my life. And from that point on, I knew you had to slay when you go in the office. Like, you cannot just show up in a dress pants and a blouse. So when I say dress for success can change, like, I really believe that. Like, I've seen women in there who, Mm -hmm. like, was like, oh, wow, I didn't know I could look like that. It's just like that. And then you start feeling like you can do. And you know that old saying that they say, dress for the job that you want, not the job that you got. And mm-hmm. when I see women throw that suit on, they act like they like ready for presidential. Like, what? Tell me where I need to be. What time? Do they I are. Need to be? <laughs> they and I are. Love it. it is. It's a. It's a. It's a psychological, physiological, emotional change that just occurs when you are dressed professionally. You can then envision yourself in a position. Mm. You can envision yourself walking into this interview. If you know that you have an interview coming up tomorrow and you look in your closet and all you see are sweatpants and jeans, you can't envision yourself in that interview. So it's really right. hard. It's really hard to prepare when you can't even envision yourself in the room with the people that are interviewing you. But when you can stand in a mirror and see yourself in that room, at that table, in that chair, looking all good in your suit, it, it, mm-hmm. it, it's a whole different effect. And, I mean, we have, our favorite story is we have a young woman who was working for the city of Richmond. Mm-hmm. And somewhere along – she had been working for the city of Richmond for about three years. Somewhere along the line, they decided to do a background check. Why you do a background check? Three years into someone's employment, but whatever. They did a background right. check. She had, she had some things on her background, and so they decided to – let her go. So, of course, she appealed, 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 appealed. But she was not working. She didn't have the clothes. She had gained some weight, so she couldn't fit into her clothes. She came to us. We got her in some nice suits. We helped her write some really formal letters. Where is she now? Back on her job with the city of Richmond. Because she was able to envision herself standing up to these people. She was able to envision herself appealing that decision. So it just it, it's ridiculous. And, I mean, we really did not do more for her than get her dressed and help her write some letters to go to some appeal hearing. Mm. Now, that that's like a testimony to transformation. But have you ever mm-hmm. had anyone who felt like, even despite the change in their wardrobe or the change in in their attitude and everything else that you guys provide, have you ever came mm-hmm. across people who just – just wasn't a success story as much as you would like. And what did you learn from that experience? Absolutely. And we've, I mean, it happens every few weeks. There's someone who just doesn't believe that what we can provide them is going to help them get to where they need to get. So, and this comes from, for years, I was married to a drug addict. And I, so I learned this lesson real young. If they don't want help, you can't help them. 
And that's a lesson I've learned. Anyone who walks through our doors who wants the help, I, I can't imagine a scenario where they will not be successful. So it's, it, it's all a matter of wanting it. So what we've learned is it's, it's accountability. So we hold them accountable. You, can't, you have to come by appointment. We treat your appointment like an interview. If you are late, if you miss it, it's canceled because you can't go to a job interview and come late, come with your kids, come with your girlfriend, call and say, mm, you know what, I'm going to come tomorrow. So it's accountability. We hold them accountable at every aspect. They have to be referred, no walk-ins. You have to be referred. You have to report back within 48 hours. You have to meet with a career center counselor to discuss your next steps, to review your resume, to do some interview counseling or interview prep. We know, and, and, and it's easy to pick them out when they don't show up for those things, all the things that make the program a success, then we know they usually just don't want it. And do we ha- and then for the for the ones that don't want it, the only other time I've ever really seen that are our domestic violence victims. And it usually right. because they are they're gripped by fear. They're scared to go on an interview. They're scared to, you know, well, I have a job offer in Ashland, but that's where he is. And so I can't go there. Um, so, you know, and in those cases, the only thing we can do is refer out. Sometimes we refer to some, some further counseling because, you know, the, the partner may be incarcerated, but she's still scared to move forward because she just feels like at some point in time she's going to turn around and he's there. So those are the other cases where we just have women who are gripped by fear. We have women who are gripped by fear who have never been in a domestic violence situation. They're gripped by fear of their own success. They're scared of what it's going to look like to be successful because they're going to be more successful than their parents were or more successful than their family members are. And so they're gripped yeah. with fear that if they move beyond where the family has kind of leveled out at, they're going to be ostracized, they're going to be the black sheep, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And for a lot of people, I mean, that's a, a lonely place. No one's ever gotten that far. So you're pretty much by yourself in this lane of success and entrepreneurship that no one else has ever embarked on. So how do you kind of help them get out of that, get out of their own way with that? Um, it's a lot of counseling, and our volunteers with Dress for Success are, are great with that. Um, gotcha. So usually what happens, like we just launched a mentoring program, and a lot of it comes from those personal relationships, coming into the boutique and getting suited and meeting with career counselors and coming to our workshops and all those things. We try to make them as intimate as possible, but I realized last year we had to take that intimacy just a step further. Like we all have a best friend who knows something about us no one else on earth knows. So we started looking for best friends for some of these women to kind of help them get out of their own way. And the one thing I love about our volunteers is so many of them have been in the same place that our clients have been in. So what better person to help you move out your own way than someone who was where you are and they've moved forward? Absolutely. Now, for those women who are not necessarily in the Dress for Success category, but maybe mm-hmm. perhaps they want to get involved in She Empowers, do you see the same obstacles in the members of She Empowers um, as far as uh, being afraid of success or fearing doing it on their own, do you see those same challenges? I do. I see some of those same challenges, but it's like um, it's like they're different. It's like the same dress but in different colors, same exact right. dress but just looks a little bit different. 
um, what I see, and because most of the women who are affiliated with Shein Powers or who are members of Shein Powers are professional women. So when we have discussions about what's holding you back, what's keeping you from reaching these goals, it's a little bit different. It's not, oh, I just came home from prison and I, don't, I lost custody of my kids. It is um, I'm buried in credit card debt, so I can't leave this job. Even though I'm miserable, I cry in my office every day. But I have so much debt, I can't afford to take a leap of faith and start this business that I've been nurturing for three years. So it's different types of fears, but it's all fear. Mm. Mm. So it's it's more of an advantage for people to get involved in either way you look at it, whether your mm-hmm. situation is you're just getting out of prison or you're just getting out of a domestic violence relationship just for success is a benefit to you whether you just like um you know working at full-time job trying to get that side hustle to be a full-time um gig you need to be a part of she empowers because it's beneficial to you now do mm-hmm. you face any adversity with women signing up and wanting to join i know they probably have a lot of questions and if they're like me they don't signed up for everything and anything <laughs> when they first got involved and have been a little bit jaded since then mm-hmm. by all these meetup groups <laughs> i'm sorry if you have a meetup group i am not talking about you i'm just saying <laughs> I mean, oh sometimes you. No, I, trust I me. personally, I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna, I'm gonna use myself as an example because I do not want to come into something where I got to get the tea on all the members and all. I just really want accountability and people who love to collaborate and work. That's just mm-hmm. me. So it's like I didn't come here to socialize and be the real housewives of Richmond. <laughs> I came. I came to get my work done and to see who wants to work with me. You know what I mean? So for those people for those people who have been jaded, how do you kind of, you know, lure them in without beating them upside the head with the membership fees and stuff? How do you get them how do you get them more involved to stay join us? You are a mess. I'm dying because like it's like you're reading my life right now. Um, <laughs> But one of one of the main things we do is first of all, of course, we have, I have an awesome support team. So it's not me out here doing it by myself. I think a lot of the appeal with She Empowers is the branding. Um, we don't look like we're just a bunch of women who are getting together to to have some wine. So that, that right. that's very that's very I mean it's very important to me. I can look at some brands and be like, all these chicks do is go drink, or all they do is go to the club. Um, so you know, it's just that, and then. One thing we do, we are, I'm, I'm a very detail-oriented person. It's all in the details. It's little things that I do when it's surrounding our events or our membership package that lets people know that this is an organization that is trying to help you. Not, I mean, the goal is, of course, to have a huge membership, but it's not cookie cutter. Right. Like, you know, our, and I tell them all the time, every time we have any type of event, we are member-led. If you come to me and you say, Chantel, I really think that we should be doing resume writing because you got executive women who are who got crappy resumes, then we're going to look at that and see if it appeals to the members. If it appeals to the members, you got it. We'll make it happen for you. It's, it's almost like concierge service. Like, this is what I need. Tell she empowers, and they're gonna make it happen for you. Um, you need, you know, you need branding classes. That's how we came up with the business brainstorm. The business brains, the monthly business brainstorm, which is a she empowers event that we do monthly, came from women um, at other events telling us this is so refreshing because I can't talk business with my girlfriend. 
Um, you know, we have we have one member who this girl she's making like she's like twenty eight years old and making six figures a year, working like eighty days a month. I mean, eighty days a year. Yeah. Mm. But but every time she has, uh, she wants to talk to her girlfriends about you know the money's not so great this month or this contract fell through. She said their only response is, "Girl, you better get a job." Mm-hmm. Because they're not they're not entrepreneur minded or they are employees who have no interest in entrepreneurial ventures, which is fine. There are plenty of people like that. But you should have a group of girlfriends where you can go bounce your business ideas off of and they're not gonna tell you go get a job. Wow. They're not gonna tell you, you know, let that dream go. And so the right. business brainstorm really came from women telling us that they couldn't talk business with their girlfriends and I know that to be true because I there are certain there are certain segments of my girlfriends that I can't talk business with because they don't get it. And so yes. the business brainstorm is really a girlfriend, a business girlfriend chat. We literally you know, sit in a room and talk about our business woes. Now you speak into my life. Here we go. See <laughs> what I'm saying? See how that just just rotates the table just turn real quick like that? Because that's exactly how it is. Like I, you don't have anyone to say, hey, what do you think about this? Because they don't get it. And it's like they're mm-hmm. quick to say, uh-uh, just go get a job because that's the easiest thing to do. And that's not knocking anyone who's working. But if you're really passionate and, like, focused on this lane that you're trying to be in, then instead of holding me accountable, you just want me to just give it up because it's too hard mm-hmm. for us to come up with a solution to the problem. And we do need groups like that that hold us accountable, mm-hmm. that support us, and know our that are trying to understand our why and how we can put that into effect when it comes to our businesses. Yeah, so, absolutely. I want to know because you make it sound so easy and so perfect. <laughs> um, and I just like, no, I'm serious, you do. Like, why wouldn't you sign up? But what are some of the things that you're seeing that women are facing as far as um, challenges and obstacles that are keeping them from enjoying something this beneficial? Because this sounds amazing. So why aren't we all not signing up immediately? What is the problem? Well, a lot of us are jaded. We are mm-hmm. jaded. Um, because if you don't, if you are not like me, I was jaded. Like, I got sick of spending $100 a year to be a part of something that I never went to any event because I was like, this is stupid. <laughs> like, this is right. stupid. This is boring. Um, so for, at first I was jaded, but I'm the type of person, I, I'm, a, I'm just a solution seeker. So I just went looking for a solution. So some of us are jaded, and we are not natural solution seekers. So we just say, yeah. screw this. I ain't joining nothing else. So we got we have the jaded ones. We also have women. This was a really big thing that um, I took to my team last year. The debt thing. We as women, especially minority women, we are buried in debt. So to tell someone that you know ninety dollars a year, that is a lot. It, it's a ninety dollars just sounds like a lot. It doesn't matter if you tell me I only got to pay it fi- every five years. It just sounds like a lot at the moment if I'm checking my bank account every 30 minutes to make sure I didn't overdraft. So we started, we started She Invest, which is a free group. that we, it's, a, it's a Facebook forum. It's free. It's open to the public. You don't have to be a She Empowers member to be a part of it, but it's a tiered uh, investment forum. And what I mean by that is that we start off with tackling our, the money issues that are plaguing women. 
So we start off with savings. In January, we did a 14-day savings challenge. And not, oh, go count up all your coins, but, like, don't eat out this week. Don't, don't eat out today. We're not even going to challenge the whole week. Just don't eat right. out today and put that money somewhere else. Um, and then the next step is, of course, debt and credit, and then eventually getting around to investing and investing in yourself and investing in your sisters. So we want to start. We, we The goal is to create grants to help other women open their businesses. The goal is to invest as a group to get a larger return on our investments mm-hmm. and just to kind of do away with some of these money. And, I mean, it amazed me because we ran a, we run a special where the first 50 members of every branch gets annual membership for $50. And even to some women, they want to do it, but that's just too much money in one swoop for them. Yeah. And so, you know, there are a lot of, there are a lot of obstacles. A lot of it is we have not been around. We've been around less than a year. April is our one-year anniversary. So, again, just like I said with Dress for Success, people want to see impact. So we, we're con- we're constantly working on showing the impact. And, and as the organization gets older and grows and the impact increases, you know, you won't face some of these challenges, but you will always face the women who feels like it's too much of an investment in myself. My kids need shoes. I can't pay you $90 to help me develop myself professionally because my kids need shoes. And so and you're always going to run into those. Would you say that you've made a substantial impact in the year that you've been running? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, well, I'm getting we... y'all doing just fine. <laughs> We're doing good. We're doing good. <laughs> you know, we, we have we have the investment forum that's growing. We are about you know, we're launching the investment club. We our membership base is growing. We're open in two cities and preparing to open in two more. Our goal to, for the first year was only one city. By the end of twenty sixteen right. we should be in five. Um, so we're growing because there is a need, no matter, even though you can, like you said, you could throw a stick and hit three, there is a need for new and, you know, innovative things. And, and I so think we are, that, we are so new. that's what sets you apart. I mean, if you ask me my opinion about about not only Dress for Success, but what she empowers, just just you as a person, your whole personal brand. I really feel like that's what sets you apart from everyone else is because there are a plethora of groups on Facebook, on meetup.com and whatever websites you go on that, you know, claim to be about business, entrepreneurship, uh, (laughs) women networking with women. And I'm not really trying to take jabs, but I'm just using you as an example because they need to learn the blueprint of the effective ways to go about it, how to make an impact. And what sets you apart is that you are filling a need. You're not just saying, hey, how about 20 random women? Let's get together. Let's drink and talk about our business. I mean, because it's it's difficult enough for us to communicate and network with each other one-on-one. I mean, you ask me, as long as I've been doing this, you will not find me just ready to spill the beans to any and everybody about how and why and how I'm doing it, how I'm – no, I'm not going to do that anymore because I feel, I feel drained and sucked dry, and I feel like at this point I'm dropping gems. You might need to pay me for that, and that's not being arrogant. It's just saying that I value myself to that point. But your organization is saying, hey, I'm going to put women of like minds together, and we're going to help each other be accountable and help each other build, and that I feel as though I'm going to be fed when I walk into this group. And it can almost be a little bit intimidating if you're not confident in what you're doing, but, hey, 
I'm not a part of that group. So yeah, what I'm saying is that <laughs> what I'm saying is that when I when I join something like that or when I want to be a part of it, because like when she empowers came on the scene, I was like, this sounds amazing. This sounds awesome. I want to volunteer. I want to be a part of it. I want to do something to help because it showed me that I wouldn't be alone. It's not a group that say, hey, you tell us your business, and we may have some people on our list that might be able to tell you theirs. Like, I could see women who are not, they're not matching my talent or skills, then they're ahead of me. And who doesn't want to be a room in a room full of people who are more successful than you, mm-hmm. if not on your level? So I just, I'm, I applaud you, and I'm not even trying to toot, my, toot your horn and kiss your behind, <laughs> but y'all are doing amazing. No, it really is. And I hear such great things. I hear people say they are they are personally impacted, and just by your presence alone, they they feel motivated and inspired to go harder in their endeavors. But it really is mm-hmm. about how are you helping other people? How are you going to change the landscape of how things are working? It's not Absolutely. enough to, to be a bunch of hens in the hen house just talking. Like, what difference can we make Ooh. together if if we collaborate? You know, and that yeah. that's what I see coming from y'all. So, okay, so tell us what you got coming up, because we got fashion shows, and we got more events, so we got some other stuff. Oh, my goodness. We have so, we we have so much coming up. Yeah, so with Dress for Success, our two biggest fundraisers of the year are on the horizon, Shop for Success, which you've been to before, Aisha, so you know how awesome that is. Yes. Um, Shop for Success is our, our boutique is generally closed to the public, and it's by referral only to our clients. Uh, four times a year, we open the boutique to the public and let them shop. Nothing's over $20. And, I mean, all of our donations, all of our clothing is donated from the public, but we are extremely selective. So no shade to Goodwill or Salvation Army, but you won't find that quality of clothing in our boutique because we are extremely selective. Almost nothing in our boutique is older than three years old. Most things still have the tag. Most things are designer. And when I say designer, I'm talking Donna Karen, um, Michael Kors, Calvin Klein, all of those things. So we opened the boutique up on March 19th, um, and we'll be at Storefront RBA, which is right at the corner of 2nd and Broad, from 11 to 4. Boutique is completely open to the public. Um, We'll have vendors there. You'll have – like um, we have a lemonade stand. We have a young little entrepreneur who started her own lemonade stand and bakery. She'll be there. We will have some makeup demos. It is. It's just going to be amazing. It always is. Oh, um. Then okay. we have. Yes, me too. <laughs> then we all. Then we have our annual recycled fashion show coming up on April twenty fourth. Um, and that is our biggest. That's our annual fundraise our annual event something you can you're going to see from us every year all the time um again it's a recycled fashion show like i said all of our clothes are donated we're very selective so there usually is a bunch of stuff that we cannot use to send our clients on to interviews or on to new jobs but we believe that we, we value our donors first of all and then we believe that everything has a purpose so instead of throwing the clothes away we take a huge majority of them and we repurpose them. So we get we create grab bags out of these out of this clothing that we can't use. We recruit local designers to take a grab bag and to create a runway worthy look. Last year we had really, a ten year old little girl 
who took a pair of velvet shorts and made it into a ball gown, and it was right. amazing. <laughs> so, Taylor's not doing Taylor's not doing this fashion show justice right now when she wants to talk about how dope this fashion show is. Okay, is. she sounded very professional right thing. now. This fashion show is off the chain, guys. It's my favorite thing of the year because it blows my mind. Every it's so year. wonderful. It's like, oh my god, they take. Some of the stuff you was like, what am I supposed to do with this? I could not even get my grandma to wear this, even if I wanted to like clown her and make a Vine video or something. I couldn't get her to wear this. And then they take it and then they transform it, and you like, I need it in my size. What is that? What is that? It's beautiful. It's amazing. And I'm I always get front row, so I'm telling y'all, <laughs> I'm going to be yes. covering this event again. This is a fantastic fashion show. Like, like, like. Mm, I can't even describe it. I can't even do it justice. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Cynthia. <laughs> I, I, I mean, like you said, I can't do it. And that's one thing I have, like, stopped trying to do. Even when I'm soliciting sponsors, I just start showing them videos because my right. words can't do it justice. And, you know, everyone is always blown away by it. It's always an amazing event. We have amazing DJ. We have vendors. We have food. We have drinks. And then the show itself, it's like people are up walking around and talking and laughing. And then when those designs hit the runway and people can see what it used to be and what it is now, it's like a a shocking silence in the room. It's amazing. So, yeah, that is coming up. And they can buy the clothes off of the runway, right? Mm-hmm. It's up to the designers. Most, you know, most of the designers will sell their looks and give a portion of the proceeds back to Dress for Success. Yes. See? <laughs> I will you be sharing the come. information. Don't even worry about it. Y'all going to come because this is going to be amazing. <laughs> it's it's drop dead amazing every single time. I'm trying to tell you. Okay, yeah, so what else is next? Uh, what else? We got another business brainstorm coming up. Um, for that's for She Empowers. That's our monthly event. So I'll be announcing the makeup from February, and then we'll have one late in March. It's usually the last week of every month. Um, this month is Women's History Month, so we're focusing our we're focusing on philanthropy this month. So what we'll be doing in Richmond and D.C. is we'll be doing the handbag handout, where we're going to be stuffing new or gently used handbags with toiletries things of that nature to take to homeless shelters in the area or to gift homeless women in the area um, because it's women, Women's History Month. These women who are in bad situations, history, history maker in them too. There's a pioneer in them too, and we need to show them that they are appreciated during this time when they're seeing so many women, so many distinguished women being recognized. We need to make sure that we're recognizing our sisters who may be on hard times too. That so that's is what's really cool. <laughs> No, Cynthia, that is, inno- that is innovative right there. What? That's, handbag handout. She said they are stuffing gently used or used handbags with toiletries. Now, see, come, y'all need to, man, stop your game. This is ridiculous. <laughs> that is amazing. I no, you, I like that idea. I want to do that. That is so cool. I want to stuff some right. handbags. Well, you'll yes. be out here with us. <laughs> we, we're, we're working so- on it. I have messages coming through right now from my leadership team, actually, and we're working on it because we want to make sure that we're doing it at the same exact time here and in D.C. Um, so we're working like, on this. We're working on the for making community <laughs> service. Oh, like that is so cool. Like that is, no, for real. That is really dope. That is not like the usual. Okay, never mind. I'm not going to say nothing because people are going to be like, if she take a jab, one more jab at me. I'm not. I'm just saying that was No shade. I would. 
No shade, but that's really cool. They, they they just giving out the toiletries. They putting it in a pocketbook. So you get a pocketbook <laughs> and some toilet paper and some toothbrush. Like, that's just awesome. Like, I, right. I mean, you, mm. you have to feel a need. You have to feel a need. So many of our women that come through Dress for Success are, you know, their handbag is like a plastic Walmart bag. Right. How would you feel? How would you feel if you did not have that Louis or Gucci or Jessica Simpson or whatever purse hanging on your arm right now? That all of your belongings, your your make your makeup, your your wallet, everything was in a trash bag or in a suitcase because that's all you have. So you know, we just like I said, we want to take this time because there is going to be so much focus on distinguished women this month because it's Women's History Month, and there's going to be all these luncheons. And the and don't think that a woman who's homeless or in a shelter that she doesn't see these things. So this is a, this, left this out. is this is, yeah this is a the perfect time to reach back and touch your sisters who are on hard times right now because women who have quote unquote made it are being are going to be glamorized right now. Mm. So perfect perfect time and so that's what we're working on this month. Girl, you got me all emotional. That is so you know, I'm dead <laughs> serious. I am like that is amazing because I I have never heard anyone think like that. So with that, I mean. I'm on board. Sign me up. I want to help. That is amazing. You're because on no one's board. thinking like that. That is so dope. Oh. <laughs> okay. I, I'm sorry. That's my home. That is so dope, though. The handbag <laughs> handout is incredible. You are okay. crazy. Thank you. Oh, okay. So before I let you go, because you've really, really inspired the crap out of me. And, like, I really feel like listeners, you guys need to be a part of Dress for Success, be a part of She Empowers. Most importantly, get your hands on this woman, connect with her, grow with her, learn from her. Because she, she's not only helping other people, but she's a team of people that's helping her help other people. And I'm sure she has no problem dropping gems. So with that mm-hmm. said, I would like you to drop some gems on not only – you have to tell people how you thought of that little – that community service. Oh my God, that was awesome. That is so dope because nobody's thinking like that. Just think outside the box, not not next. I know. To Just get the box out the room. All the get, get, girl, I gotta kick the box out my way. I can't. I don't want to stand on it. I don't want it next to me. Nothing. I wanna. I wanna be able to do what I wanna do without any restrictions or confinements. I want to when whatever drops in my spirit, and I tell people this all the time. Whatever drops in your spirit to make your community better or to, you know, grow your business or whatever it is, whatever drops in your spirit, roll with that. Like God doesn't give us these things to question. I'm looking, I I just just happened to walk into my office one day and I saw this big box of handbags. I'm like, you know, even if the, even with all the women, the 250 plus women that Dress for Success is going to serve this year, we're not going to get rid of all of those. Right. And then I see women, you know, you can buy a nice handbag from Walmart for like 15 bucks. If I can't invest $20 in a handbag for a sister in need, what am I getting out of the bed for every morning? Right. But what I want to know really quick before you drop gems, because I'm going to ask you to, to drop some, you know, really prolific advice on women <laughs> who are – trying to, you know, to become leaders and, and to grow mm-hmm. their business, but to grow their efforts and, and community service and philanthropy. But I want to ask you really quick, because this is something, this is more of a personal question for me. Do you feel as though 
you needed to have the team around you in order to accomplish this? Or do you think that women who are solopreneurs can can make the same impact or make the same changes by themselves? Do, is it necessary to have a squad? Absolutely. Or can you do it by yourself? Absolutely. I'm not saying you cannot do it by yourself, but you can't reach as far by yourself. You absolutely cannot. I mean, when you go to change a light bulb in your house, you might be able to reach it if you stretch and pull and blow. You might twist your back, but if you just go get something to stand on or lean on, it's going to help you reach a little bit further. Like, I I was a solo for years. I I still run my consulting business 100% by myself. And and part of the reason it's not, you know, a a major conglomerate like I would like for it to be is because I do run it alone. And I like it that way because I'm so invested in some of my other projects. But She Empowers absolutely could not be where it is right now or where it's going to go without a team. You need other ideas at the table. You need other views at the table. You need other people's connections. You you just you need other people in some form or fashion. And don't get me wrong, you gotta be picky. And I mean picky, picky, right. picky, picky. <laughs> but I mean when I say picky, I like for my entire team for She Empowers, I took them all out to dinner. It cost me a grip. But I took everyone to dinner, I paid, and we had a real-life conversation individually. We didn't meet as a group. I met with, I had met with each of them individually over dinner to share with them my vision and to lay out what the work was going to look like. Um, some now, of the people see, who got – Because I thought, I thought my invitation was in the mail for that dinner, too. I mean, nobody um, – I, I think you got that invitation, <laughs> but, but no, seriously, some of those – some of those $60 meals, them people didn't make the cut. So that was just a $60 right. loss. But, you know, I, <laughs> I knew who was right for the team. And same right. with Dress for Success. I did not even incorporate Dress for Success until I built a startup committee. And some of those people stayed on board three months, and some people are still here five years later. Awesome. But you need – you have to have a team because if not, you're just – not going to be able to reach as far. You can do amazing things on your own. Trust me, I know because I've done them. <laughs> but you, I, my reach is so much further with my team behind me. Awesome. So, ladies, what she's saying is that it's not going to be easy picking that team, and you're going to have to really be able to differentiate between the people who want to be down and the people who want to actually help you. But mm-hmm. you can't do it by yourself. You de- definitely have to build a tribe. It takes a village. So with that said, I'm looking for some gems. I need that advice that's going to, like, make these girls jump up and say, look, I'm joining one of these organizations. I'm going to contact Dr. Malachi and get my life. And we'll get that Amazon book because that sounds dope too. So <laughs> tell them yes, some gems. The book is going great. <laughs> so <laughs> here, here's what I would like to share specifically with the women listeners. And this is just what I live by. Um, and like I said, I'm a researcher by nature, so there's some, some research behind what I'm about to say. And that is where the women go is where the communities go. If you look around and you don't like what you see, you don't like that that the country's in debt, you don't like that 
um, your city is, or our city right now is like almost one of the murder capitals again. If you look around and you don't like what you see, what you have to do, not what you need to do, what you have to do is connect with other women and mobilize. You have to move in groups with women because where the women go is where the communities go. We are the mothers. We are the caretakers. We are the wives. We are the leaders. No matter what anyone tells you, where we go is where the communities go. If you look at some of your most profitable countries, countries where there's no national debt, countries where there's like little to no crime, you will see that a majority of the leaders are women, that the women are leading these moves and leading these revolutions. And so we have to do the same thing. If you're looking around, you don't like what you see in your life personally. If you don't like that you're in debt, that don't like that, you know, all of your girlfriends are shady, then you need to get with a group of women and you need to mobilize. You need to move towards being debt-free as a group, not just personally, as a group. You need to move towards being less shady, less crabbish as a group. Because that's where the that's that's just where the real change comes in. Don't believe me? Do the research. Do the research. In communities that are thriving, the women are thriving. In communities that are failing, the women are failing. So it's about us stepping up. Like I mean, we can't keep looking towards the men to do everything that we're supposed to do. It's about actually recognizing that we have this position and we got to play our role. We have to be leaders. Yeah. I mean, it's, we are, we are the head and the tail, believe it or not. Don't get me wrong. I am a true believer. And I know the Bible tells us that the man is the leader. He's the provider, et cetera, et cetera. I am not talking about in the household. I'm talking about in our communities. It is a, there was a recent study that said that for every one woman who is lifted out of poverty, she takes six people with her. So if you take one woman and you lift her above the poverty level, automatically six people connected to her are now out of poverty, her children, her elderly parents, her spouse. The list goes on. One woman removes six people from poverty. So, yeah, you, like I said, if you don't believe. House full of boys like I am. Amen. <laughs> Amen. That's going to impact the whole world. <laughs> it's, it's going to impact the world. And, so, and, then, and that's generational. You you remove this woman and her six connections out of poverty, that affects generations. So you've taken her 2.5, that's a national average, you take her 2.5 children out of poverty. Now their children are not, their children are not born into poverty. So you break generational curses. But women can only do that if we get it together. And I don't stand on a soapbox. I have been the shady of the shade, (laughs) and I have, I will never forget, I went to a party, like, probably a couple of years after I had finished college, and I ran into someone that I had not seen since high school, and he told me, he said, we used to call you Mean Girl, like, from the movie, Mean Girls, because that's how, you know, I I ain't always been this, I ain't always been like this, (laughs) but it hurt me to my heart to think that at some point in time, you know, I treated other women poorly. Or that I that I was in a clique where we were all on the same level. Who wants to be in a group where you all on the same level? 
Right. If you're if you're on the same level as everybody in your group, and I know you heard it a million times, trust me, you're in the wrong group. If you're the smartest right. person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Unless Always you don't want, unless you want to be unless you want to be stagnant. If you don't want to right. grow, you don't want to move. Stay there. <laughs> yes. I love it because you know what? No, you know what's, what? What you saying that makes me feel a whole lot better because I thought I was the only like like girl boss like about my business who used to be <laughs> like that. Like I used to be. Uh uh-uh, uh, you can't you can't sit with us. Like I used to be like that. <laughs> I didn't. And see. now it's just like you notice how now our job is to empower other women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's hilarious to me how no, life was just gross. It's growth and transformation. It's you right. allow you're allowing nature to take its course. You're transforming. So you know, I had to be a mean girl to appreciate the benefit that not being like that is. Right. So I appreciate it so much more now. I appreciate that women come to me and want my help and and look up to me for advice because I remember a time somebody pro- couldn't ask me where I got my shoes from because I would throw serious shade like so. <laughs> You know, I, I appreciate it's, it's it's all about growth and transformation. So you know, we grown now. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right, you guys have been inspired and motivated by somebody that I really look up to. I really do, and it's not that many people I will say that I do. But Doctor <laughs> Malachi, Doctor Chantel Malachi, is about her stuff, and she really does motivate the crap out of you. So I hope that you guys can get affiliated with either one of her organizations. She is the founder and executive director of Just for Success Central Virginia, and she's also the officer as she empowers international. Both of them are helping women become leaders. Both organizations are helping women empower each other, one another, to do more um, when it comes to business, entrepreneurial ventures, and also um, philanthropy and community service. And I just want you guys to find her on social. I'm going to leave her links and everything with this interview, leave all her information to her website. But make sure that you go check out the justforsuccess.org if you want to get involved with their mission to empower women to achieve economic independence. Get involved with that. But I'm going to leave the other links and all that down there below. And also all the information for her upcoming events, because I'm going to be at all of them. So make sure you follow me. Make sure you follow me to those events and join and be a part of it. Get your coins up so you can do a little shopping for the Shop for Success and get ready for a phenomenal fashion show. Um, they got a great theme this year, so I'm excited about that. But I want to say thank you so much for coming on the show. Because you don't Thank even you know. for having what? me. No, you what? don't even know. I love, I love talking to you. It's awesome. I appreciate it. And it's only because the work that you're doing is is something to really aspire to. And I I feel like with all these organizations that's popping up, everybody really wants to kind of be the face of doing this. But I noticed something about you, and you're so humble. Like, you don't have half (laughs) as many pictures. You don't have half as many pictures and like, I really like, she's so humble. I would be so up on it. Like, look at me. I'm on this billboard, this flyer. I would be so up on it because you're doing some impactful stuff. But you play your position so well. It's like almost Michelle Obama-ish. Like, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, she's it's presidential. Tr- like, <laughs> 
I do. I do, I do believe that's. I do. That's just my leadership style. We all have a leadership style. Um, I don't believe in completely background and background, but I, I, it's it's so much bigger than me. Right, but you're classy with it. You have to teach me. I try. I have to learn. <laughs> no, <laughs> honey, you are got to diva. You are the brand. No, no, I'm saying you like are. you know, I gotta learn how to shut up sometimes. You are so you. On the other hand, I'd be like, gosh, she don't even know. Like I would make a billboard out of this right here. Like you <laughs> don't even know. Actually, you should be on a bus. Like you don't even know. <laughs> all right, so make sure that you check us out on all of our interviews. This is the Gap Two Diva Show on GapTwoDiva.com. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, everywhere else on social. That's G A P T W T H D I. VA, tune in every week where we have inspirational and inspiring, motivating individuals, experts dealing with fashion, culture, music, lifestyle, and everything under the sun that's going to push you to be a better you where you are right now. As I tell you all the time, dream as if you live forever, live as if you die today. You just tune into the Gap 2 Diva Show, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Gap 2 Diva Show with me, your host, Aisha Gap 2 Diva Horn. If you like what you just heard, please check out my official website, GapToDiva.com. Share our content and tell your friends and colleagues. Be sure to check out my archive section on my website for previous podcasts and creative content. Also, sign up for my newsletter for direct access to news and information, especially for you. You can connect with me on Instagram, YouTube, Periscope, Facebook, and Twitter under GapTubeDiva. That's G-A-P-T-O-O-T-H-D-I-V-A. Check me out every week for the baddest in creative motivation, style, culture, and flossom lifestyle. This has been a GapTubeDiva.com production. Join us next time for another edition of the GapTubeDiva show.